the pandemic, civil unrest, protest, and the road to the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. This portion of the John DePietro Show, folks, brought to you at West Fountain Auto Body. Remember, if you're ever in an accident, this time of year, you really can be below the snow and ice, although right now we don't have a lot. But whether someone's not paying attention, texting and driving, a drunk driver, if someone damaged your vehicle, you need to get it fixed, call West Fountain Auto Body today, 401-272-3340. West Fountain Auto Body, whether you have a small dent or nearly total vehicle, they can repair your vehicle. So whether it's you or a family member or a co-worker or a friend, if someone gets in an accident, call West Fountain Auto Body. They'll repair it, 401-272-3340. They're located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence, right behind the Providence Public Safety Complex, right off of 95. Call Kenny. Remember, they'll handle everything for you, and they're going to work for you, not the insurance company. Do you have some damage on your vehicle? It can happen. A parking lot. Who knows? People are not paying attention. People texting and driving. Call West Fountain Auto Body. Let's get it fixed. Maybe you've been riding around with a damaged vehicle. It looks terrible. Sanford and Son. Call West Fountain Auto Body. 401-272-3340. So yesterday was the first time we've seen uh, Rhode Island Governor Gina Raimondo since Tuesday, December 22nd. First press briefing that she did. And it was odd. And the governor did not take any questions. And the whole setup was odd that Lieutenant Governor Dan McKee, who will be taking over, they made him sit in the audience, which I thought was strange. Because in the past, I have been there when they have numerous people on stage. The day that they had the doctors there, they all came and stood out on the stage. She made him sit out in the audience. And then after she spoke, she let him come up. And then he spoke. And just the whole nature of it was odd. And then Governor Raimondo left without answering any questions, whether it was inside or outside. And what was also strange about it was it's one thing that she doesn't want to comment, say, on anything with the Biden administration, anything about her new – she is you know, nominated to be Commerce Secretary. And she could just say, there's nothing I can say about that. I don't want to say anything about the you know that happened in the Capitol. But there are pertinent Rhode Island questions. I mean, this has been three weeks. We're still in the middle of a pandemic. The Rhode Island numbers are still very, very high. So if you missed any of that, you can go to the website. And it's I think it's very unfair only because, you know, it was very one way. The governor said, I've enjoyed being your governor. I'll play some of the sound coming up. I've enjoyed being your governor. And and uh, it's been the highlight of my life. It almost seemed as if, you know, she was suddenly just going to like Wizard of Oz, just, you know, go off in the balloon. Goodbye, everybody you know, sailing off. Goodbye, folks. And as the music's playing and everyone's waving, uh, she is going to be the governor. She's planning to until she's actually uh, sworn in and approved with, with the Senate confirmation. But that could be some time. So was odd, you know, Lieutenant Governor Dan McKee, to his credit, he said there can only be, when he was the mayor and it was going to be the outgoing mayor, there can only be one mayor. And so he played along. He said it was a tremendous... Uh, credit for the governor and the people of Rhode Island that she's being considered and is nominated for commerce secretary, but it wasn't lost on the media. I also think sometimes though, that people of the media, um, sometimes started to think that, and they withheld criticism. I think sometimes some people, because they started to think they had a unique relationship with, with governor Mundo, governor Mundo spoke and continues to speak with the media because she has to, 
and she was given the airtime to do it on television. She did all those things. But at the end, you know, as they say, at the end of the day, she's not friendly with members of the media. I don't know if some of them thought that, you know, once in a while they'd get a kind of a, get a, a lead thrown to them or a little bit of a story exclusive, what have you. But I think yesterday illustrated, listen, Rhode Island Governor Gina Raimondo, she is all business. Her act, uh, her new job that uh, she wants everything in motion is going to be with the Biden people in Washington. You know, as much as the governor said yesterday, she never pictured herself in Washington. I, I don't, I don't think I believe that. Um, I, I, I think she's always envisioned that that would be the plan or like, like to be her plan. And when she's met a lot of the people that do work in Washington, I think she kind of like an opponent sizes them up and thinks like, all right, I could do what they do, right? They don't have anything special. So I could do that. I could do that job. I think she does feel that way. Now we did broadcast live from there yesterday. If you missed it, you can certainly go to the website, dipetro.com. Uh, remember dipetro.com brought to you by Allstate Lock. Call them today, 401-349-0042. Car key security cameras online, allstatelock.com or call them 401-349-0042. This is the John DePietro Show. The heating season is here. Folks, you need to call JKL Engineering today. JKL 401-351-7600. Let JKL Engineering design and install a natural gas, high-efficiency carrier infinity system. The energy-efficient, quiet, more affordable than you think. If you think no gas, hey, guess what? No problem. Let JKL Engineering design and install a high-efficiency heat pump system, including ductless splits. Heats in the winter, cools in the summer. These units are so efficient, reduce your oil bill by as much as 90%. They have the highest rebates in the market, and they also do new installation and replacement of high-efficiency gas boilers. JKL is Carry Factory Authorized Dealer, licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. You know, for over 50 years, JKL's reputation second to none, especially for technical expertise, customer satisfaction. JKL is an approved national grid BPI installer. JKL is also a Navian certified factory dealer called JKL system replacement oil to gas or for a heat pump. Remember, estimates are free. Financing is available. They're licensed in both Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Call JKL Engineering right now, residential or commercial at 401-351-7600. JKL, they'll do it right the first time. Now call them. You don't want to get stuck. With an inefficient heating system, what if it starts to get really cold? Call JKL right now. Free quote, free estimate. Estimates are free. Financing is available. 401-351-7600. Rhode Island, Massachusetts. It's JKL Engineering. 401-351-7600. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www. Well, it's a challenge to run your business these days. Maybe you need to find the right type of workers. Why not let MEGA professionals find them for you? Call MEGA professionals today, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 508 
508-336-7801. MEGA, M-E-G-A, Professionals, 508-336-7801. Maybe if you need workers, maybe you have workers and won't come back to work. You need drivers, certified help, part-time, full-time, maybe weekend work. You need the professionals at MEGA Professionals. Let them find the workers for you. They screen them all out. They send them right over to you. Serving Rhode Island, Massachusetts, call them today, 508-336-7801. Maybe you need mechanics or skilled labor or warehouse workers, office workers, professionals, even those in the healthcare profession. MEGA Professionals, call them today, 508-336-7801. Again, 508-336-7801. You focus on your business. Let MEGA professionals help you find the workers. MEGA professionals, 508-336-7801. Folks, you're listening to the John DePietro Show. Weekdays, we start at 11. We go until 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. Joining us is our legal analyst, one of Rhode Island's top attorneys. It is Tim Dodd. And Tim, uh, I really never thought that we would be here, but we are. And that is, uh, the headline says it all, through bipartisan support, President Trump has been impeached again. Only the only president ever in history uh, never be impeached twice. What, what exactly played out in the House? Um, well, he's been impeached twice, and I guess the significance of that two-time impeachment will depend on who's writing the history books. Um, Both have been rather political impeachments, not based upon any particular high crime or misdemeanor. Um, If the history books are written one way, it will be seen that the House of Representatives has cheapened the Constitution and cheapened the impeachment process by bringing these politically motivated impeachments um, against a guy that the, the Democrats hated, disliked, or maybe hated is the more appropriate word. And they could never get him. They've thrown everything at him for four years through the media, through false allegations, uh, through innuendo, through insinuations, and they couldn't get him. And even in this election cycle, I don't think the Democrats got him. I think COVID got him and some of the president's own inability to um, control some of his um, less admirable instincts. But today's um, impeachment, if you look at the articles of impeachment and the conduct that the president has alleged to have um, participated in, it really is not a allegation which is appropriately substantiated. In the main, the House one article of impeachment, one, was a single count of, quote, incitement of insurrection, close quote. And Nancy Pelosi said it best from the House floor, where she says, quote, we know the president incited this insurrection, this armed rebellion against our country. He must go. He is a clear and present danger to the nation. Well, that's a nice speech, and that's, that's eloquently stated, but where are the facts to support it? Insurrection 
means an attempt to overthrow a government. And I don't think the president participated in that. And what did he incite his um, fans who were present at his rally? What did he incite? I went back because I didn't hear it in real time, but I went back and I read the transcript, John, of that entire speech. And I'm not the first to point this out, but the president said after this, and most of his speech was a rant on how the election had been stolen from him, how um, he would never surrender, that his followers should never surrender that you can't let this stand, you can't let the other side get away with such um, electoral abuses. And that's his opinion. And he thinks he's got the uh, facts to support it. That remains an open question. Um, But he was up there stating his opinions and his feelings that the election was stolen, and he had a loyal band of sympathetic um, audience listening on. He says, after this, we're going to walk to the um, capital to cheer on our brave senators. Right. He then goes on to say, I know that everyone here will soon be marching over to the Capitol building to peacefully and patriotically make your voices heard. That's it. Right. There's, There's nothing that he's inciting them to go storm the barricades. There's nothing where he says, take no prisoners, you smash the walls, you knock over the police, you do whatever you got to do. You get in there, you get to the House floor, you go pillage through uh, Nancy Pelosi's office. office. Nothing, nothing. You're right. Now, I think that these uh, House members and even senators, um, they didn't get too upset when things were happening in Ferguson. They didn't get too upset when things were happening in Kenosha. But when things were happening on the House floor and in their little clubhouse, I think that's when it became personal. And a lot of these elected officials, I think, took this more to heart and were um, insulted or aggrieved by it because they were threatened. Their space was threatened. Um, But the president gave a speech to sympathetic um, supporters He told her to peacefully and patriotically go make your voices heard, just like happens at all the other rallies that happen in D.C. The right. women's right marches, the million man march. Yep. Um, there's many, many. How many times, John, have there been organized protests? We're going to surround the White House. We're going to march around the White House. We're going to carry signs. We're going to sing songs and we're going to chant. Yep. That's completely American. It's completely appropriate. Outside it's completely the Supreme acceptable. Court. Yes. Countless. And the Supreme Court has yeah. been mobbed with people on the when decision day with certain high-profile cases. So when the president says, we're going to march down to the Capitol and make our position known and cheer on those who support us. Right. Well, that's America. There's yes. nothing wrong with that. I think that the president after the fact, made mistakes tactically, but are nonetheless not impeachable. Apparently, he's he's at the White House watching this on television as the chaos unfolds and basically doesn't do anything. Right. Now, that is not impeachable. That is poor judgment. Sure. He should have said, "Uh uh-oh, uh-oh, my supporters are out of control. Um, Let me, let me 
I don't know what he could have done at that point, but he should have done something proactive to try to stem the um, chaos that was going on. Um, I don't think it sunk in with him that this was a real, real bad scene, right. which was going to stick to him until it was too late. He, he just didn't get it. He didn't perceive it. Um, as he was watching from the White House residence, all this mayhem going on, he could be faulted for that, that he should have done something and said, uh-oh, maybe I, maybe I got my people too riled up. And by the way, I don't think he did get his people too riled up. I think there were certain bad elements there who were going to go make a scene. Yep. They were going to go cause violence. They were going to try to storm the barricades. And apparently it's well-planned. The more after-the-fact information we're getting, there were people with bullhorns saying, come this way, this is yep. the way in. Um, this wasn't a um, crowd of people that suddenly and spontaneously got out of control. I don't think there was much spontaneity in the leaders. I think they went with a plan. Yeah. And I think that um, this was... Um, a premeditated scenario, which was created. Do I think it was Antifa? There's no evidence to support that. Right. Do I think there were other false flag people in there? Maybe there were, but again, there's not yet evidence to support that um, um, speculation, if you will. I think it's reasonable to say that these people are all Trump supporters. Some were probably more right-wing than the other. Look, you've got these proud boys supporting the president. I don't think he's looking for their support. Right. I think they are on the fringe that he'd probably rather not have their support. Sure. And like-minded people were probably amongst those who stormed in and um, uh, smashed windows, broke doors, assaulted cops, and otherwise created a lot of mayhem. It's not impeachable. Politically, anything's impeachable because in a political environment like the House of Representatives, the rules of evidence don't apply. In a courtroom, this would be a joke. There'd right. be no way to support this <clears throat> allegation in a courtroom. But in, in Congress, they can do anything they want because although there's a lot of lawyers there, um, they're disingenuous. They look the other way and they come up with this absurd allegation that he incited insurrection. And they all say, yeah, that's what he did. And no one has ever called upon to say, what words did he say? What action yep. did he take? What physical things did he do that incited this insurrection? The, it boiled over well after the president was back at the, at the White House residence watching this on TV. Yeah. Um, so there's a disconnect. So he's politically impeached. History will make of it what it makes of it. The next thing that happens, John, is Mitch McConnell has said he is not going to call a special session. He's not going to call the Senate back into session. So although the president is impeached, there will not be a trial in the Senate. There is simply not enough time to do so. So the question now becomes, will the new Senate, which will be a majority um, Democrat Senate, yep. Do they have the authority to impeach a president who's now an ex-president? Mm. The conviction or the, the trial, and if they get a conviction, is to remove a sitting president from office. Mm. He'll already be out. So 
there's nothing for them to act on. They can't remove a guy who's no longer president. But will they do it for the political value that it will bring their way? I would expect that they will. Yeah. Um, Apparently, historically, there's one other incident where I think during the um, I think it was during the Andrew Johnson administration. um, I believe it was a cabinet official or maybe it was a judge was impeached. So the guy's impeached. So he says, fine, I quit. But they went ahead in the Senate and had a trial anyways and convicted him and said, we're removing you from office. And he says, well, that's interesting. I've already left office. You didn't right. you didn't throw me out. I left on my own. There's also some speculation <laughs> that the Senate trial will try to um, make part of its mandate or its decision something that would somehow, somehow preclude Trump from running again in 2024. Right. And I think that would be challenged in court because there's no constitutional provision for that sanction. That's absurd. Mm. It's um, clear. It's clear that you know that, that the media and I think elected Democrats are still fearful of the Trump agenda, if not Mr. Trump and certainly his supporters, and they're trying to make it so that if you remain a Trump supporter, you'll be um, pilloried in the in the media. Um, you'll be canceled by your friends. Yes. Uh, they're already talking about, well, if you want to work for the Trump administration, guess what? When you come out, none of the top companies are going to hire you. In the old days, being a cabinet member or other high official in an administration was a golden ticket to a great job in the private right. sector. So they're sending out the message. You want to work for Trump? He comes back again. You're going to work for him? Oh, really? Um, after you come out, forget it. We're not going to hire you. Um, it's that sort of intimidation to make people um, afraid to support the guy, afraid to espouse his ideas. Um, it's a coordinated, it's, I'm here to talk about the law, not politics, but this coordinated attack uh, amongst the social media giants and the political class. I think if you hate Trump, you should still be very afraid of what's going on between suppression of free speech and the political um, phony doings that are going on in the house. If you like Trump, you're really upset. But even if you want Trump to go and you hate him and you can't wait for him to go, you should be very concerned about the constitutional um, rights, which were being trampled on um, as we speak. It's, it's rather chilling and, those who support his removal when they go taking polls of people who think that he should be removed and they say, yes, yes, yes. Um, I, I wonder how well thought out the response of yes is if they've taken into account the constitutional um, rights, they seem to be just willing to like throw away. It's, 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 it's very disturbing. Folks, we're going to take a quick break. A lot more Tim Dodd, our legal expert right here on the John DePietro show. MEGA truck and trailer repair. Call them today. Commercial trailers, diesel equipment, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 508-336-2110. 508-336-2110 for MEGA, M-E-G-A, MEGA truck and trailer repair. As I said, commercial trailers, diesel equipment, free estimates, FHWA inspections and Rhode Island State Inspection Station, trailer pickup and delivery 
24-hour mobile service serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts. It's MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Call them today, 508-336-2110. 24-hour mobile service and also ABS repairs, brakes, doors. Listen, if it's on a trailer, MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair, they can repair it. Call them today, 508-336-2110, 508-336-2110. It's MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. This winter, you can depend on Henry Oil. Call them today, 401 521 Make Henry Oil. Make the switch. Make Henry Oil your reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery company. 401-521-0200. Residential, commercial, fuel oil delivery, fuel oil, diesel, gasoline, reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery. It's Henry Oil, serving most of Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass. Call them today, 401-521-0200. Remember, with Henry Oil, automatic delivery, budget plans, service contracts, lock and cap pricing. Check out their website, henryoil.com, or call them today, 401-521-0200. Henry Oil. Since 1947, they have a great family history, and they are just terrific. You can depend on Carmine and Lori and the great folks at Henry Oil. Call them today, 401-521-0200. Check them out online at henryoil.com. Residential and commercial fuel oil delivery service contracts, budget plans, reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery. Serving most of Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass, it's Henry Oil. Call them 401-521-0200 this winter. I'm asking you to switch to Henry Oil online at henryoil.com. We're speaking with our legal analyst, attorney Tim Todd. Tim, I want to go back to January 6th. Um, I spoke with several people that were down there, and two of them told me that they believed uh, and had learned that a number of people that were at the Capitol, uh, a good description I heard was that, now, granted, there were thousands of people. Uh, the people that initially organized the rally, uh, there's this guy, Ali, with Stop the Steal. They took out a permit for 30,000 people. Now, there were ho- literally hundreds of thousands of people. Trump people weren't sure just how it was going to turn out because they were still paranoid from the summertime and they had the rally in Tulsa and it's under like 8,000. And then suddenly you could see back to the Washington Monument. So now they told me a lot of the people at the Capitol and they said there were probably maybe like 300 that were real instigators. They told me many of them never even went to the speech. They came into Washington and they just went right to the Capitol because that's where the action was going to be. How could the president be held accountable for people that then didn't even hear him say we're going to walk down to the Capitol? Well, legally, he can't. Criminally, he can't. I mean, he could never be charged as a co-conspirator. 
Um, There's nothing criminal in his conduct unless you find some memos or emails where he knows, knows this is going to happen. Based upon what we know of the president's conduct, he is not exposed criminally. So under the criminal justice system, there's nothing that could happen to him. You know, in a political environment, as we've said, you know, they can do whatever they want because the rules don't apply. It's a joke. It's, it's really a joke what went on Ooh. today from, from a legal perspective. It's an unsupportable charge. But, hey, if you got the votes, I guess you can vote for anything. Um, the, the guys that you're referring to right. are looking at serious criminal jeopardy in, in, in the main because this all happened on federal property. And there's yep. specific laws which um, deal with threats to elected, elected federal officials. You know, the mm. elected federal officials, senators and congressmen. They take care of themselves. It's different than if a cop gets beat up in New York City when things happen that threaten federal property and federal elected officials, the stakes go way up. So Mm -hmm. the guys who are charged here, they're not going to weasel out of this like they might if they were at some rally in Providence and they get, you know, um, a filing or community service or something because they've been involved in some um, um, altercation or destroyed property during a riot or a, quote, demonstration, close quote. These guys are looking at serious problems. They're looking at jail time. They're looking at extraordinary fines because in the federal system, um, there's typically heavy fines that go along with substantial recommended prison sentences or statutory prison sentences. It's nothing to fool around with. Now, some of them are already saying, Tim, hey, the president, I was watching the rally in Georgia. The president said this Wednesday, come to Washington. We're going to have a big rally. Save America. We went there. The president said we're all going to march over to the Capitol. I went over to the Capitol. At one point, the Capitol security, they were waving the people through. I went in. I didn't break anything. I didn't take anything. Took some selfies. Uh, I, I, I suppose it's trespassing. But how much trouble could someone like that be in? Not a lot. I mean, if okay. if they didn't break anything, if they didn't push anyone, if they simply went in, if they weren't told to stay out, um, I, I don't think the jeopardy there is so high. The people that broke into specific congressional offices yeah. stole Nancy Pelosi's rostrum. Podium, <laughs> I think, yeah. I, I think they're looking at, at bigger, bigger concerns. Really? Okay. Now, Tim Dodd, that the, the Department of Justice, the DOJ, their press briefing, to me, that was a little bit of a game changer because they started to talk about, you know, maybe let's just say you have four guys. And they said, all right, listen, we're going to go. We're going to drive to Washington early in the morning. And, and some people were even calling it, we're going to crash the Capitol. They're going to be inside having this vote. And what we're going to do, and many times you go and there's people that disrupt and whether it's the Kavanaugh hearing, another hearing, somebody stands up and starts yelling, and then they have to, like, remove them. So we're going to be cheering and everything. Instead, we go inside, and we're part of the group and so forth. Well, now now they're talking about it would be the fact you went would be, I think it's conspiracy to insurrection. And then the fact that you were inside, um, Tim Dodd, that sounds like these these become far more serious charges. Now the... The four friends say, yeah, we're going to go with the other Trump people and crash the Capitol. That sounds like it takes on a completely different tone. It, it does take on a completely different tone. 
But uh, D.C. is full of really excellent, experienced criminal defense lawyers. And with a case like this, there's going to be a ton of video. Um, yes. There's going to be a ton of surveillance. There's lots of witnesses. And as we've seen from many of these uh, police shooting and other riot activities, what you first think occurred after the case is fully vetted and looked at carefully under a microscope, many times the prosecutors can't prove the things they initially came out with a splashy press conference to claim they were going to prove. So that has yet to be seen. By the way, going okay. back to the president just slightly, yeah, I think what he said might have been impertinent, but certainly was not impeachable or criminal. But I think it was Don Jr. when he was trying to um, amp up the crowd was talking about yep. you've got to fight, you've got to be strong. Um, yes. And Rudy Giuliani, Rudy Giuliani, yeah. who's I thought going to be combat. He said, "I not we shouldn't have a trial by jury. We should have trial by combat." Combat. I mean, that was the most provocative thing said all afternoon. That's not getting much okay. coverage because. He's only yeah. Rudy, and obviously the media and the Democrats in Congress want to get the president. But that was the provocative thing. If the president had said we need trial by combat, I think that he'd be in – well, he got impeached. Great. But I think that if he had said the words that Rudy said, the president would have had a lot more people voting for impeachment because that, I think – went beyond what would have been appropriate under the circumstances. So if yeah. <laughs> I don't think anything happens to Rudy criminally, I think that Rudy has shown himself to be um, of far less value to the president than the president might think at the present time. When he's got time to think about what happened in the last couple of months, I don't think Rudy did much yeah. to help him in any serious way. We're speaking with our legal expert attorney, Tim Todd. And Tim, would, does the president, would he have to attend the impeachment hearing in the Senate? Well, I guess only if they could subpoena his appearance, perhaps he'd, maybe okay. he'll go to Scotland or something for a while. Um, he wouldn't mm. have to. Um, he'd be then a private citizen. He would be subject to subpoena. He couldn't blow it off, but they would have to first subpoena him. Okay. But he doesn't sit there each day like a defendant on trial. Um, he could. Possibly. Oh, he could. Arguably, okay. he could. Wow. I don't know why he would mm. ever want to do that. But um, yeah. if he's the defendant, he would have a right to um, hear from his accusers, to listen to the witnesses against him, and through his own mm. counsel to put on his own case and to cross-examine the witnesses that are put up by the other side. Um, as we've seen with these um, impeachment trials, when it was what was it, in 2019, they had the trial in the Senate. Again, the rules of evidence and the rules of procedure don't apply. So you don't really get a full and fair hearing if you're the defendant in such a cause of action because it's a political trial. It's not a legal trial. Now, Tim Dodd, what about attorney Linwood, who the weekend before, it was New Year's weekend, the weekend before the big Save America in, in, in D.C. and before the Georgia, he was on Twitter and he was the one that stood out to me where he was talking about, you know, Pence needs to go on trial and the vice president's going to be executed. And then they even had a gallows there. Or there were people that were chanting, hang Pence, hang Pence. 
Uh, how is someone like that not in trouble with the Secret Service? Well, again, you've got to parse the language. Um, I think what he said, what Linwood said, was uh, provocative, legally incorrect, um, was intended to stir up um, the reaction that it ultimately got. But was he saying these things will happen or should happen, or was he talking about it as a theoretical possibility that he should be hung up, uh, he should be hung, he should put before a firing squad and all these other things that he was claiming should happen to poor Mike Pence? Um, yeah. Was it a direct threat to harm the vice president? I, I think that you could parse his language um, I, at the end of the day, I don't think he's going to get charged criminally, no more than Madonna was charged criminally for saying, I've been thinking about blowing up the White House, um, or many right. other people who have said provocative, outrageous things um, regarding the president and the vice president. Lynn Wood, who's another person who at the beginning of this, you know, he, he did well for Nick Sandman. He seemed to have a certain amount of credibility and a history of um, success legally. I don't know what the hell happened with him, John, but yeah. he's even off the rails. way off the rails. Yeah. Uh, folks, we're going to take a quick break. A lot more. Our legal expert, attorney Tim Dodd, right here on the John DePietro Show. While the pandemic rages on, you need to stay healthy. You need to take care of your health. You need to stop it and see Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, right across from Davenport Restaurant. Call Marie. I call her the Queen of Health, 401-305-3585. You've seen the her store. It's right in that old white church. It's my health because, folks, it's about your health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Shop local. Stop it and see Marie. What do we have? Well, vitamins, herbal remedies, trusted companies, who understand quality, integrity, local products like the incredible acai berry. She also has honey, maple syrup. Marie at It's My Health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, right across from Davenport Restaurant, has over 250 bulk herbs, teas, and spices that can be purchased by the ounce, plus box herbs and teas. The service is the best, plus hemp and CBD products, plus massage therapy, reflexology, Pilates. Folks, stop it and see her. It's my health because it's about your health and staying healthy and children's vitamins. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. You can call her at 401-305-3585. Stop in and see Marie. And it's my health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, right across from Davenport Restaurant. Because remember, it's your health. Stop in and see Marie at It's My Health. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www. Remember, Preferred Towing and Recovery, they're located in Lincoln, and they service the entire state. 
Preferred is also female-owned and operated by Christine, along with her husband, Mark Levy. They specialize in towing, transport, asset recovery, repossessions, and private property towing services. You know, Mark has been doing repossessions for 30 years. He gets the job done safely, securely. Preferred Towing. Call them today, 401-725-8500, 401-725-8500, or online at preferredrecovery.com, as well as Facebook, Preferred towing they can also you know they buy older vintage cars maybe it's from the 60s 70s maybe you have one it's been sitting in, in your garage for who knows how long the last 15 years and you keep saying you know someday i'm going to restore that but how about instead call today 401-725-8500 call for a fair offer today it's preferred towing in recovery located in lincoln 401-725-8500 Again, they've been doing repossessions for 30 years. They'll get the job done safely, secured, safely and securely. Preferred towing, 401-725-8500 or online, preferredrecovery.com. They're also on Facebook. We're speaking with our legal expert, attorney Tim Dodd. Tim, I also want to just touch on, could there be some legal uh, avenue for the president to go after the fact that these... um, Platforms of Twitter has now banned him. Facebook has banned him. Um, YouTube now has uh, pulled down his videos. Does he have any type of uh, redress against the social media companies? I've thought about that a lot, John, and I'm not sure he does. The only analogous situation I can think of was, I, I think I've got my facts straight. You'll recall that the president at one time tried to block AOC from his Twitter feed and he tried to like shut her out because she was providing comments that were contrary to the president. And I believe she went to court and because it was seen as something of a public discourse amongst political leaders that he could not block her. Um, And I think it was AOC. So can they block him or remove him based upon his speech Um, it's a private business, so he can't claim First Amendment privileges that he has no right to speak on their platform. Right. So I don't think he really has a viable legal challenge. I think that the president was on the right track with Section 230, which gives these um, social media platforms exemption from following the same standards that newspapers would have to follow. Uh, And the fact that they're getting away with it in a coordinated attack against the president in truly any conservative thought or any conservative speech um, should concern all Americans. Again, you might like right now that Trump's being shut down because you don't like Trump, but the precedent that's being set by this conduct is horrifying. You can't believe this is happening in America. It's it's unbelievable. And Tim, before I jump into another topic, what about the fact that, um, you know, like Liz Cheney saying that she feels the president invited the mob into Washington. He set the table, then lit the fuse. Is it possible that he could face some kind of charges from, um, you know, the mayor of Washington, D.C., or local authorities for inciting some kind of a riot? Well, anyone can get charged by anyone. I mean, if any <clears throat> any prosecutorial um arm of any state or local government can charge anyone they want, but uh, it would not be a prosecutable case. He couldn't be convicted of anything. I mean, 
might they bring show charges against him just to try to step on him when he's down? They could bring show, you know, uh, uh, charges and make a big splash out of it. But um, I don't see that he did anything that would um, uh, be prosecutable or anything for which he could be convicted vis-a-vis the local government in um, D.C. I just don't see that it would be there. And by the way, it's okay. it's interesting that in one of Trump's speeches very recently, he was like, "We got to get the weak Republicans out. You got to get people like Liz Cheney out of there." So I think she had a little payback in leading the charge of Republicans who voted to impeach him. Uh, again, I don't know why the president chose to. I know why he chose to go after her, but it was really ill advised, and I think she had the last laugh on that whole back and forth. Now, Tim Dodd, in the midst of all of this, we had the situation with um, finally the uh, uh, Attorney General, Peter Nerona, uh, Providence Police all came out and there were no charges in the big situation happened late October. Jamal Gonzalez, a bunch of these ATV riders riding around the city. First, it looked like a police cruiser had hit him from the back especially uh, led to a week of uh, protests and rioting and uh, all kinds of problems. And in the end, they said there's really no punishment for the police officer driving the cruiser. And they believe that what happened was the cruiser actually hit a, the stop sign that was there. And then the stop sign came down and hit Jamal Gonzalez in the head. Um, what about the aspect that after the, reconstructed the scene and everything else, no charges against the officer. Again, I haven't seen the full details of the accident reconstruction and, you know, accident reconstruction um, uses a lot of science, a lot of the laws of physics. Um, There's usually a little conjecture thrown in because you've got to make some assumptions because you're reconstructing things that you didn't see and you don't have it in real time. But apparently the accident construction was done in a painstaking manner, and it would suggest that there was no contact between the police cruiser and the rear of the Gonsalves um, motorbike. Um, Again, just like we talked about with um, different police-involved situations, what you think might be the case at first blush many times after a thorough investigation turns out not to be the case at all. Um, I think that the decision not to bring charges against these officers, or especially the guy who was driving this cruiser, was as correct as the accident reconstruction was. So if if, um, Gonzalez's attorney challenged that accident reconstruction and perhaps have their own accident reconstructionists come up with a different conclusion, because certainly Gonzalez is going to want to sue the um, police department and some of the individual officers, um, I wouldn't be surprised if an alternate accident reconstruction privately financed by his attorneys would come up with a different conclusion. But for the moment, Providence is relying on the results of their accident reconstructionists. It'd be very easy for two different individuals doing that type of work to come up with two different conclusions. But again, the, the helmet that Gonzalez had probably saved his life and the helmet clearly had um, paint residue or markings of paint from the stop sign, which had been transferred to his helmet, 
which would clearly suggest that it's the stop sign that caused his head injury and not the cruiser. Right. Tim, uh, finally, just getting back to a lot of the protesters that then made their way in inside the Capitol. Do you think ultimately, um, I mean, some of the people that just went in, took selfies, didn't damage anything. Do you think a lot of this stuff maybe gets kicked that right now, you know, is high drama and we're seeing that this one's picked up in New York and this one's picked up in Florida and this one's arrested in Arkansas, some of the more high high profile individuals. But ultimately, do, do, does a lot of this stuff just get dismissed for either a fine or community service? How, how serious are gonna, some of these charges? Be? I think it remains serious, John, be, because of the political overlay over this whole legal situation. We saw all summer violent protests, people willingly on film burning police vehicles, smashing into um, jewelry stores, looting, pillaging, um, rioting, and destroying things. Um, Very few of them were prosecuted. They were on the side of ostensibly um, protesting about disparate racial treatment vis-a-vis police officers which is a sympathetic sure. thing within the, the legal justice system, within certain political um, jurisdictions, and certainly with the media. There's going to be no sympathy in the courts, in the jurisdiction of Washington, D.C., with the feds and with the political environment, which is now coming into power in D.C., to go easy on these people at all. I think they're going to be made an example of they are on the wrong side of the political spectrum right now. So I don't think they can expect the same, oh, let's give them a pass, like a lot of these protesters received during the summer. I think the the hammer is going to come down on these people to make an example of them. And it will be another um, attempt to um, um, suppress any conservative thought, action, political view, etc., I'm not defending what these people did, those who are being charged, not in the least, but I think because of their political persuasion and the point they were trying to make and the president they were trying to support, I think they're going to get hammered. Folks, he is our uh, legal uh, expert. He is attorney Tim Dodd. Tim, great job as always. Uh, We're going to follow this. R.E. Coogan Heating. Call Coogs today. Helpful, trustworthy, reliable. Remember, whether it's plumbing, heating, or cooling, residential services, let us into your home. Don't fix it alone, they say. R.E. Coogan and Heating. Call them today at 401-732-6562. 401-732-6562. It's R.E. Coogan and Heating. Helpful, trustworthy, reliable for plumbing, heating, and cooling. From winter to summer, the trained technicians provide 100% service, one customer at a time. From service calls to maintenance agreements to installation, R.E. Coogan Heating, proud to help residential customers. They pride themselves. They make customer service and satisfaction a top priority. As they say, as Coog says, let us into your home. Don't fix it alone. R.E. Coogan and Heating. Call them today, 401-732-6562. 401-732-6562. It's Coog's. It's R.E. Coogan and Heating. You're listening to the John DePietro Show, folks. Weekdays, we start at 11. We go until 2. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now, remember, if you want to get a hold of me, the easiest thing to do is log on to my website, depetro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. Now, there, 
you can, if you want to listen to the program, listen live. You can also contact me that way. That's the easiest way to get me an email if you'd like to advertise on the show. We also have all our links to social media. We have uh, links to Twitter or Facebook or Instagram or also on YouTube. You can also read many of the exclusive stories that we do. We have exclusive video. You can also shop and get some of the merchandise. And at the same time, if you ever miss an episode of the John DePietro Show, if you ever miss a segment, you just log on and right at the top, it says radio show. Click onto that. It'll bring you right there and you can listen. It's all in a library fashion. It all starts by logging right on at DePietro.com. Folks, remember, for all your tree service, well, you want to call Yankee Tree. Call them today, 401 439-6028 Yankee Tree Service YankeeTreeService.com What can they do? They do it all Tree trimming Experts based right in Lincoln Tree removal Since 2006 And also 24-7 emergency service available Call Yankee Tree Service today 439-6028 439-6028 Whether it's tree removal Stump grinding Tree pruning emergency service bucket truck at service and bobcat service since 2006 they've been performing tree removal service on top of that nothing stumps yankee tree service they provide stump grinding enjoy your landscape without the eyesore as far as pruning well let them get up there oftentimes a tree can be pruned instead of cutting it down at yankee tree service their licensed arbiters help you decide what's best the treatment plan for your tree and maybe it's an emergency service did something come down call them today 439-6028 439-6028 if they have to they get right up there in the bucket yankee tree service since 2006 tree trimming experts give them a call 439-6028 or online at yankee tree service.com